Yes, welcome to the NBA panel. I'm the host, John Weatherspoon. The NBA season, the NBA offseason has officially begun as the Denver Nuggets have the crowned NBA champions, the first championship in the 47 years in the NBA. He did it by, in essence, trusting the process. On the trusted Jamal Murray, this was ACL. They let Jokic grow, and they made the ultimate tandem. On the Sixers, they fell short of the ultimate goal, falling in the second round again. Um, as the offseason begins, there's a little uncertainty and change for the Sixers. Big Nurse takes over for, the, for Doc Rivers, and an important piece, James Harden has a business history to make. And today we're joined by a Sixers writer, Austin Crow. Austin, what's going on? What's going on? Thanks for having me. No problem, man. Um, what's the tone in Philadelphia right now? James Harden got something to decide right now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely, uh, you know, the, the the tone towards the Sixers is, you know, they've it's the same thing every year. So people are kind of hoping for something, uh, you know, to change at some point. Right. Yeah, with um, Harden there, it was a lot of um, higher expectations. Um, what do you think the Sixers can take away from that whole for lost seat had the ball in the seven games? Because they could have took her, they could have took her business at home, but he let Boston get that game in the rest of history. Yeah, I mean, I think the uh, the thing that you know you take away from that is uh, the game was closer, and therefore they were closer to winning that series than anyone's going to remember. I mean, if they make a couple more shots in the fourth quarter of that game, they uh, they win it, and then they knock off Boston, and then they're in the conference finals. Um, so I think you know the the lesson should be, yeah, it didn't go to, it didn't go down for them uh, the way that they had hoped, but this is a core that maybe you you think you can uh, you you can keep around and, and do it with. Right. Yeah, Harden did happen to lead lead the Sixers in the situation they were going to be in. The way uh, for agency is right now, there's not a lot of high caliber players to replace his scoring scoring punch. As we've seen, he was Houston Harden a few times in the playoffs. So. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, he was he was great in those in those two games. Uh, awesome in game one, great in game four, um, and I think that's what you know. As much as people want to remember how he fell apart in game six and seven, got to keep games one and four in mind. Too that recency bias is always going to be a thing. They're always going to point back to those two terrible games because those are the two most recent ones. But reality is, there was they were only in a position to win the series because of James. Right, definitely. I also have to say congratulations to you. Um, you're the new um, NBA insider for ninety seven point three ESPN. Correct. Congratulations on that. How's that move for you? Oh, well, it's been great so far. Uh, they, get, they afforded me a lot of. Uh, Creative uh, flexibility and to write my own way, and that's big for me. I want to do it. My, I want to write uh, my way and you know, dive into things, and uh, they've afforded me all of that. Also, lets me dip into the radio side a little bit. So everything's yeah. great about it so far. Yeah, you're doing a phenomenal job with your career so far. It's obvious because you're making moves. <laughs> um, uh, how's, the time, how's the time overall covering the Sixers? The up and down roller coaster has been. Uh, you know it's. <laughs> It's 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 fun. It's always fun. There's always something interesting there. There's always a storyline to look at there. Uh, if if there wasn't some, if if they were a you know status quo boring team, it would not be as fun to cover. So I'm sure that someday, uh, either when you know, things are going really well or things are not going so well, it'll be a little boring. But with them, there's always something new. 
definitely. Um, Nick Nurse, the 25th head coach in franchise history for the Sixers, um, has a GV championship and an NBA championship. Um, besides winning culture and championship mentality, what do you see he brings to the team, in your opinion? Um, I actually wrote about this. Um, uh, um, in my first piece for 97.3 ESPN. I think he's very methodical and strategic and surgical in the way that he approaches the game um, and the way that he, especially on offense, like if there's a mismatch to exploit, he's going to go after it. If there's a weakness to pick at, he's going to keep going at it and at it and at it right. until, he, until he sees that it's either, you know, broken or that they've found a way to, to adjust to it. So I think he's very methodical with how he approaches the offensive side of the ball. Uh, defense, he wants to really make you work and eat, make you eat time by digging into the ball and pressuring. And, you know, he wants to create live ball turnovers. So I think it's going to be, um, you know, as, as long as Joel and if James is back, James as well, um, right. as, as, as long as they remain bought in uh, to what Nick Nurse wants to do, I think you might see some very – uh, interesting changes in the way that they conduct business on the court this season. Um, what, do we, what do you take away from this introductory press conference? Um, I, I, he seems like a very confident individual, Nick Dursey. He, he clearly has a way that he uh, thinks things should go, and he, I think he wants to find the middle ground between what he thinks is right and what's best for the players, and I think uh, – you know, he's gonna. I think he's gonna challenge Joel to be a better version of himself than he's ever been before, in terms of uh, passing the ball and making people better around him. Um, and you know, I think he's gonna demand things out of stars on this team that maybe they weren't. Uh, maybe they weren't asked to do before. There's an advantage, Nick Nurse says, being in the East, um, coasting against the Sixers all those years. He can come up with schemes to help free up NB and other Sixers by seeing what he tried to do to stop them. So that's an advantage he brings to the team, also. Yeah, I mean he's he's he said it on himself. He he's you know coached against Embiid uh, for years, and so he knows some of the things that have worked against Joel, and he thinks you know hey I can bring those here and show you this is what we did, this is how you beat it, and then hopefully that helps. Come playoff time. I mean, Daryl Morey said at the end of season press conference that uh, they wanted to get Joel more reps against playoff type defenses in the regular season. And so, I guess one of the ways you do that is by bringing in the, a guy who engineered defenses to stop Joel in the playoffs, and and you know, that may really made him work under duress. Yeah. Um, NBA won MVP, MVP, put up six points above his own career average. Um, what do you think they need more around him and James Harden, assuming he returns? I think they need more shooting, consistent shooting. Yeah, I think they need – sorry. Think, go, ahead, go ahead. More guys who don't need the ball in their hands, but are also guys who are quick decision makers. Right. Um, I think they go – Relatively good example of that is PJ Tucker, and not in, in that like he he's not the best shooter. Obviously, he was right. a little bit uh, you know he needed 
there were some times where he overthought some shots and turned them down when he should have shot instead. But he kind of had this wiring to him where if he didn't want to shoot it, he knew exactly what to do. It was, okay, I'm going to catch him in a pump fake, and then I'm going to find the nearest guy, and I'm going to flow that into into a dribble handoff and then keep the ball moving. So even if I'm not an active threat to shoot, there's still something that's going to come out of this. So I think guys who are, you know, volume three-point shooters, but guys who are also uh, quick decision makers off the catch. Yeah, Tyrese Matthew continues to evolve, and he's a great second punch for when Embiid or James Harden is on the floor. Um, he talk about his growth and how the new coach is going to love him, Nick Nurse. Yeah, Nick Nurse said at his instructed press conference that he was going to challenge him to be more of a ball handler, and they're going to put him in more pick and roll and challenge him to, to grow as a playmaker. I think that's a really big uh, point. If necessary, he is sort of more of this uh, secondary tertiary option on the in the offense as long as right. he's been a big part of the rotation. And, you know, he's largely stepped up to the task of scoring off those, uh, you know, uh, uh, those, you know, remaining touches that haven't, that haven't gone to Joel and right. James. But, you know, I think there's a chance that now they're going to use him more as a ball handler in the offense. And that means, hey, if we screen for you, you got to be able to make the read and make the right read and make the right pass. And if the pass isn't there, when to pull up for a jumper, when to step behind the screen and shoot a three. So I think he's going to have more, a little, a little bit more freedom and understanding of this is what I have to attack. As we said earlier, um, the Sixers fell short of the ultimate goal, but they're currently still in a good position. They finished third in the East this past season, and it really hasn't been a much movement in the East so far. Free agency-wise, for the Wizards, and they're going the wrong way regardless. Um, Bradley Bill is now with Phoenix Suns. Um, they're, they're not going to be a threat. Um, we had the Knicks with Brunson. They're up and coming with him. He he gave him a big side in the arm. Only thing really we think to really see is the Bucks and the Celtics and the Sixers, maybe the Cavs. That I think will be a real threat next year in the East, unless the Heat make a big move, which they're trying to do. Yeah, I, I think it's. We'll, we'll, be, we'll see soon enough what Miami has up their sleeves, but right now it's a three, three and a half dog race. I mean, Cleveland went out with a whimper in the playoffs, and everyone, you know, they were they were you know a, a bit of an overperformer this season in the East, and they went out quietly. So I think right. they have a lot to prove still. Right now, it's still Milwaukee and Philly and Boston, and I guess Miami. Um, but, you know, Milwaukee could take a step back, too. I mean, there's a lot of buzz that Brooke Lopez could go to Houston. And if Brooke, and if Brooke Lopez leaves, they're, in, they're, they're not in a great spot anymore. Um, you know, Boston, I think, is still going to be one of the leaders of the pack, although when it comes down to it in the playoffs, I don't really, right. trust, their, I don't really trust their decision-making in crunch time. So, you know, there's, there's flaws to all these teams. And uh, as, as – as powerful as the top of the East looks, it's still relatively open. Yeah. Well, we've seen some of the different Nuggets winning the championship. Um, a team full of superstars will always win. Um, we see what they're trying to do in Phoenix again. Um, but the Denver Nuggets, they essentially... 
York, the Nets previously, with their big three, they didn't pan out at all. So, <laughs> so, so that again, you kind of broke up there a little bit. Right now, having a big, a top-heavy team does always play out in the NBA. We saw what's happening now with the Phoenix Suns. You know, Kevin Durant, this guy Bill. I mean, had Devin Booker. We saw what happened with the Nets previously. We had Harden, we had um, Kyrie, and had KD. Let me take more teams to take a picture, a page out of the Sixers and the Denver Nuggets book to um, take their time and let some of the players grow. Yeah, I, I think I think that's I think the Denver Nuggets are an interesting model to follow here because um, you know the new CBA that, that they just came to agreement with in the yeah. NBA is a, is very important in all of this because it instituted a second level of uh, of tax yeah. penalties. So now teams who have a ton of money invested in guys um, are going to get more penalized. So there's going to be more pressure now to not give out bloated contracts and not uh, misallocate funds to guys who aren't performing well. So, you know, I I, I tend to think that the Suns are trying to make one last effort to be a big three at a time when the rest of the league is probably going to get away from that big three model. Um, right. I mean, Denver is still a big three, just that they're not like this, you know, juggernaut of three of three all stars yet, um, with Porter Jr. and, and Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. Right. But they're you know they're still a big three in the sense that they have the system and this fit and they're very potent. Yeah. Um, but Phoenix is you know the all star sexy name big three that you have there. But I, I do think the rest of the league is getting ready to sort of look in the other direction of. Okay, we you know we can we can go with one, uh, one or two stars, and then we really have to be more prudent with our money down the rest of the roster, so that we're not uh, you know losing that way we don't we don't lose depth at the expense of a guy who isn't playing that well. Right, and health is the biggest factor with any team winning championship. We've seen that over and over again, and the league is on notice for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. didn't even play well in the final, that well in the final. So if he was clicking along with Jokic and Murray, <laughs> um, we're gonna see how Denver plays out next year. But they're they're definitely on the right path, definitely. For sure. I mean, they, they took care of business. They demolished everybody in their way. They 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 only lost uh, what one one game in their final two rounds of the playoffs. So they 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 went out there and they they took the teams that were in their way and they demolished them. Yes, they did. Austin, thank you so much for your time again. I was just started speaking with you. No problem. Thank you. Me too. Yes, that was for the 76ers writer, Austin Crow, was a good morning. Catch you next time.